Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Chainbytes 360 podcast, the podcast about everything from cryptocurrency and underlying technologies to current news in the industry. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to take an idea that you have, present it to folks, and then try to crowdsource using the Lightning Network? Well, today's episode, that's exactly what we're going to talk about with our guest, Meta Mick, co-founder of Geyser. Geyser was founded in the summer of this year, 2022, and it's to help people present their world-changing ideas, allowing others to contribute to them. Geyser has helped successfully fund and launch 24 projects so far. I'm Jeremy Snyder. I'm the CEO of BTM Compliance, and I'm joined by Eric Grill, the CEO of Chainbytes. As always, let's get into it. Welcome to the podcast, Meta Mick. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. Good to be here. Thanks so much. Yeah, we're happy to have you. So we're kind of going through a series of podcasts, and lately it seems like a lot of the interest that, that we've had and also some interest from our guests has been around the Lightning Network, and we've heard about Geyser, and it's really awesome. It's a Kickstarter, uh, the crypto version of it. And so we're really excited to kind of just talk through today about what you guys do, how you guys came up with this concept. So why don't you get us started there? Absolutely. Yeah. So I guess a good way to start usually is looking at the, the problem that we're trying to solve. Basically, what it comes down to is that it, there's there's very few tools currently that are that are built on, on, on Lightning than that are Lightning native. There also is a lot of activity in the Lightning space. There are a lot of projects. There are a lot of uh, b builders that want to build things. There are also a lot of educators that are uh, launching their educational campaigns around the world and uh, orange pill in the world. There are also a lot of creative people like artists that want that have these ideas and have these uh, pieces of art that they want to basically uh, create for the community. And uh, even though Lightning is a sort of peer-to-peer -peer like uh, protocol, that connects the world, connects people. There, what was still lacking are those are are platforms that can index data, that can kind of uh, create this feeling of, of community, that can be this repository for all these different projects. That also can create these ex, ex, uh, discovery experiences of like, let's see what's going on in the Bitcoin and, and Lightning space. So. Really, guys, I started when I realized I was just on Twitter and there were so many lightning related projects and ideas uh, propping up. There was, like you said, um, this like energy, this lightning energy uh, around it. And I thought, OK, and, and there are all these people crowdfunding these things just using Twitter and uh, using screenshots of their QR codes. And I felt like there was no way for me to like I wanted to contribute. Uh, but sometimes I couldn't. And then when I did, there was no way to see how the project was doing or how things were going. Um, and so I thought, okay, really, I think here there's, there's, there's a space here for uh, a place where you can uh, launch a project, where you can contribute to projects, feel part of projects, and um, and help these ideas sort of move forward faster. Uh, so... Yeah, so that's sort of like the the kind of the origin story, and that's how then I after I had met Stelios, the co-founder of Geyser, the year before we became friends, uh, and then I sort of pitched him like this idea. I went to him with some initial design pro prototypes that got completely scrapped up, and you know we went through a lot of learning and a failure early day, early on, and um, we we then also realized that we're at this really really special point in history where a lot of the 
like Bitcoin is 11 to 12, maybe 13 years old. Uh, now, yeah, it's 13 years old. It's this like solid monetary network. that's like incredibly resilient, right? And, and, and then in the slow time preference that Bitcoiners build out, what we have is this new secondary layer, this, this, this thing called the, what the lightning network, which is more like a, um, uh, like a set, like a, when the Bitcoin on chain is a s settlement layer, lightning is this transactional layer for payments that makes the payments instant, almost feeless and scalable to the world. So a lot of the activity that we saw a lot happen like last year in the Ethereum space was pretty mind boggling, but you get to see what happens when, 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 when there is ma a massive rise of activity, you start having to pay $100 per transaction, uh, right? At the, at the, at the on-chain la layer. And then having worked in the Ethereum space and seeing that actually secondary layer solutions on top of Ethereum also have the similar problems. So they're still not super scalable. Like I started really understanding, like I started looking at Lightning quite a lot, um, uh, and really realizing that this was really a secondary layer, like that was built on solid, like sound foundations. And so I understood that this is going to be the money of the future. This is going to be the money that that anyone around the world can use, uh, and that can actually connect the world. We have all this like infrastructural stuff, but what we need now to first of all orange pill people but also to actually build value is to create applications, the application layer that can provide real world use cases so that we don't have to go around explaining to people why Bitcoin is better, but we can go around showing people why it's better by building better products, by building better experiences and by allowing people to be empowered uh, through just this powerful, permissionless, censorship-resistant money that is uh, unstoppable. So we thought, okay, this is something worth building. I think we're building for the future. Uh, we're building with, uh, with essentially the idea of connecting the world through value. Uh, in the real sense, Bitcoin and Lightning have already done that. Like we stand on the, on the shoulders of, sh of giants we are just that like final bit of the of the road where we make that interface experience good. We enable, we kind of tell the story, and we help users actually use Lightning, use Bitcoin, to empower them to to to, to do their their own uh, uh, initiatives and and turn these ideas into reality. Technology is sound, right? The technology is there, and we've proven the technology. Now it needs needs to be made easier for the normal person, and that's that's always how technology is, right? You got these people that are bleeding edge, and they'll go through and they'll set up a node, and they'll do all this, and they'll open a channel, and oh, cool, it's working. But a normal user just wants to pull up their phone, go and hey, I want to make payments, and so that's the kind of interfaces that we need to get to, so that people don't even know they're using Lightning, nor do they care. It just happens seamlessly back in, in, on this app that I'm using, and I don't pay anything for it. It's great. Um, I, that's. I think that's great. Absolutely. Another thing that I think is is really fantastic is just the basis of you guys gravitated towards the Lightning Network, which already has a really awesome base community. And what you're doing is creating a community of like-minded individuals that now get to present ideas to this community and allow people to decide what do they want to, you know, what do they want to see further on and what can they do in order to help those. So that part I think is really cool. And it's needed. 
the, the thing is, um, you know, Lightning, I was on a project recently where we looked at using Lightning, but the problem is Lightning doesn't have any kind of state. It's, it just does channels, it sends money, it does certain things really well, but it doesn't do other things that smart contracting does and, and you know, storage of like linking IPF, you can't do any of that because it doesn't keep any of the information. So that was challenging. So I know there's a couple of projects now on Lightning to sort of solve those issues and provide the tools for developers to be able to use them. And that stuff has to happen. I, I, I'm, I'm always yelling, it's, why is it taking so long? Why is it taking us so long to get to a platform on Bitcoin that does that? And, I, and as I've said to Jeremy many times, the incentives are wrong. People would make money on these ICOs. They'd make money on all these other things. The money wasn't in development on Bitcoin because you actually had to succeed and have a successful project to make money. Instead, it's much easier. So oh, get the money up front and we'll worry about being successful later. And I think that's what caused it. Now we're back down to fundamentals. Like, hey, you have to build a company. You have to build something that works. And if it works and it's successful, there'll be ancillary things, ways to make money. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I think the whole token model is just great skewed incentives. It, I mean, it can be utilized properly, but again, it, it's it's not um, when when your whole platform is just that, it's not enough, right? So that should be a byproduct. That should be a thing that happens, and then you can settle it on chain, and you have this this. But that's not how it works, right? and I don't get to control that. The market determines that, and that's where the money kind of determines the the projects, as you were saying earlier um, before we started. The money is there, so if the money is there, that's where it's going to go, and that's where the development's going to happen. Versus, you know having to work really hard and get something working and then go, okay, we've got this working. And as it's being used, you might make money at it. And you don't see that. So I'm curious, Mick, did you guys crowdfund in order to start Geyser? Good question. Not, not yet, but actually we just did create our own Geyser project uh, on Geyser. So it's a, a bit of a meta experiment and it's a really cool way to just use our own product and uh, test it out and, you know, find bugs with it and, and actually improve it as well through through our own direct experience. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the intention is to use Geyser to create our, have our own project where people can go donate. And uh, I should also mention Geyser is a donation-based but also reward-based com- uh, uh, crowdfunding campaign. So you can also, like, as a creator, you know, say, I don't know, I'm going to pre-sell this book before I write it, right? And so people get to buy the book before it's written or... Um, so it can actually act a bit like a marketplace. Um, and so these rewards could be, you know, anything you want, right? So for example, on our Geyser project, you will see like keychains, like merch, like keychains, like uh, t-shirts. Um, I think we also have plans to, there's like other things like hoodies. Uh, and, and what we do is also we partner with projects on Geyser that are doing their own projects on Geyser. For example, there's a video... There's a video game, uh, a guy building a video game called Hero of Bitcoin that tells a story about this character that goes to El Salvador and discovers, like, basically the country. Um, And we partner with him so that a lot of our art, uh, our our merch art, has been designed by him and is related to geysers. It's kind of like really cool partnerships. And then what we do is that when somebody pays for that reward, we split, we do the split payments so that a percentage of the funds uh, go to his project and a percentage goes to our project. Uh, so that's something that I think it's only possible with, with Lightning. Again, speaking of smart contract, uh, the cool thing about Lightning is that it, it's it's a smart contract, but then on top of it, you, can, you have all these additional protocols like these open source token-less protocols 
just to be clear, that uh, allow us to create these new, like, uh, well, these new types of, of, of experiences because it's really programmable money. That's like another property that people really don't, don't really quite understand. Uh, but like the programmability of it, the fact that you can stream money, the fact that you can uh, do all these different interesting things with it, uh, you can do microtransaction is, is something that's incredibly powerful. And I think this is where Lightning is, is really like starts from humble roots. It says, uh, you know, you can send the fraction of a fraction of a dollar, but let's see where that starts. Let's see what pe how much people care, right? Um, and let's see, and then we can kind of grow that through through time. And um, I think it's an incredibly powerful use case that a lot of people, a lot of people like don't take uh, like don't take uh, like are taking for granted. Well, I think it's important to start start humble. Well, the ICO like stuff is like, oh, here a ten thousand dollar airdrop. It's like uh, it's so bubbly. It's so like ethereal. It's so I don't know. It's 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 a bit actually. I heard this really cool quote the other day, which is. Bitcoin is rationality, while crypto is um, goodness. I'm forgetting the word. Uh, it's 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 um, oh goodness. Irrational exuberance. It's it, well, <laughs> that, definitely that. But it's nihilism. It's nihilism because it's like fuck it. The world is shit. I'm either gonna be super but rich. I'm not, I'm not talking about. You're either gonna be super rich or I'm gonna be super poor. You know what I mean? It's like you put all this money in this on these on these tokens that could go to you know everywhere or they could go to zero, and it's somewhat like nihilistic if you think about it. Well, Bitcoin but the fact is like that they have tokens and they rational. have a, the fact that they have a token and platform that they can do that on. That's that's the point, right? And that's and that's what Bitcoin has been missing. I can't generate right. stocks in my company on Lightning, right? And so somebody needs to build that. You can do that on Ethereum today. So you can't say that. That you, you can look at ICOs and all that nonsense, the way that they raise money and all that, great. But the fact is, is that they have the ability to do smart contracting in a way that Lightning doesn't yet. And we need to build that stuff. That, like, well, okay, I shouldn't say that. It does, because, you know, we've had RSK took Ethereum virtual machine and put it on Bitcoin. But again, it took something that was built for something else and, and took it back to Bitcoin. Where else is the smart contracting happening on Bitcoin? And that, that's, been very frustrating to me. I'd liquid added some, you know, federations, but there's no real smart contracting built into it to, to build tokens and to build these, you know, uh, non fungible assets that, that people are right? to build these assets on off chain that, that get settled on chain. What's that? Except tower, right? tower is going to enable tokens mm -hmm. on bit on lightning. I hope so. Does, yeah. does, is it is it working yet? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're, oh, I mean, they're, okay. they've launched their... You know what? I didn't know about that. I've been yeah. yelling about this, and nobody, this is the first time I've heard about it. So. Yeah, so Ta Tauro is uh, this new protocol Tower? built on... Tauro, T-A-R-O. It's this new protocol built on, on Lightning, uh, where essentially it works at the edges of the Lightning network, and oh, any uh, individual node can essentially act as an exchange uh, that auto-converts Bitcoin onto onto uh, uh tokens and they're gonna start by focusing on the on the use cases of um of stable coins and not gonna focus too much on tarot but yeah some people are already uh, on, on on stable coins on, on, i'm sorry they're gonna focus on stable coins and not on tokens but uh people have already started playing around with it on on like testnet and um yeah people well, are creating tokens their... though i mean at, at the end of the day they're they're not yeah. tangible assets no, fungible and non-fungible, whatever, whatever you want. You can okay. do that but on, on, on Taro, I've heard of Taro. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. I, I've heard of Taro. 
Okay, I, I didn't know Taro was built on Lightning, to be honest with you. I thought, I thought that was a complete another chain. And so Taro I blockchain! Completely. I, I yeah, Taro shitcoin. So <laughs> no, Taro doesn't have a token or anything. <laughs> that's what I honestly that's what I thought that's why I just that's why I kind of just I was like okay yeah, cool yeah. another one but until it pops up I'm not even gonna pay that much attention to it so I honestly dismissed it thinking that that's the first time I've heard that that was on so now I have to take another look at it yeah okay. so like so you know in the future I'm, like we I'm could think for, for example of, 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 of enabling non-fungible tokens on lightning like we could we could do that you know and now the question is should we do it uh, that's another that's another question but no doubt someone's gonna do it like someone's gonna build an NFT and uh, everything else on lightning it's going to happen because it's just more techni technically sound because it actually scales well, because you're it enables NFTs with... as you're looking at the market today and and they would have dismissed the crypto sorry you're, sorry you're, man you're, you're this... like nfts are this this evil thing non-fungible token is not like forget about the artwork and all the stuff that's going on today that's just you know they would have said the same thing about crypto 10 years ago oh look at these crazy guys moving this crazy money around yada 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 and, and so you're dismissing this whole thing, but non-fungible tokens are actually a huge integral part. That's what securities are. That's what a digital representation of assets are going to be. That that's what, what however you want to, the technology we use to, to, to do it doesn't matter. But the, the idea that there's a unique asset that you can buy and sell, that's a token. No, but the technology I mean, does matter, in my want, opinion. But, but, uh, the technology does matter because you, you can't want, dismiss it. You want this stuff to exist through time, right? First of all, secondly, you you don't want it to be mm -hmm. uh, you want it to be scalable. So if you use NFTs on on Polygon on the, on the Ethereum second layer, you're still paying five ten dollars per transaction. That's just not that's just not sound. That's just like not technically sound. It's also not technically sound because I'm, I'm, I'm Ethereum's... not making the arguments to use Polygon if it sounded like that. No, no, no. But like I mean, like with oh, Lightning, that's, that's you can do that at, today at, at, to build a token on a. Sorry, there's a bit of a delay, <laughs> but yeah, just to finish my my small point. But like, it's like you yeah. can you will be able to do that really, really rapidly, like uh, inst instant transactions and at no fees, and in a way that is interoperable with all the Lightning uh, protocols being be, 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 be it uh, be it on on uh, Lightning uh, LND or uh, C Lightning. When well, it's already on testnet, but it's it's being built. I mean, that's why like. You know the pyramids weren't built in a Rome was built a day. You have to think long term. But that's my frustration is that that not I'm not uh, I I am and the problem is I've been doing Bitcoin for 13 years and there's all these little project colored coins and there were things that came along to do programming in Bitcoin. Lightning came along now now we have this side chain that does all these things really well but it, what it doesn't do is stateful stuff. So you got to build another layer on top of there which is which is fine. Um, and but that's the that's what's interesting to me is that next layer of things that you can now use this. This has been proven, this has been proven. So all these other protocols and things need to be proven out. I wouldn't disagree that, listen, just because ERC-20 or ERC-721 is a, is, a, is a protocol, doesn't mean that that's gonna be uh, what everybody's using. If Polygon dies off or one of these side chains dies off, people can move those tokens from one chain to another chain. It's not gonna matter that first layer at some point in time other than the fact is, why would you want to use anything else? Why wouldn't you want the most protected network? Because you don't even have to use the first layer now, and now you can use the second layer, which is li literally free, and you get the most protected network on top of that. Exactly. So that's, a, that's viable. But the tools have to be there. The, the, the tools for the developers to build this stuff have to be there, and they're not there today. If you're going to go out and build a project today and want to do any kind of smart contracting, or, or you're not going to do it on Bitcoin. You're not going to do it. There, there's just, it's just too hard. 
And so yeah, it's, uh, it's not so ready. That's, that's why, it's I, not back ready. to your crowdfunding platform, these ideas have to percolate. People have to create, yes, and people have to percolate these ideas. But this is a long time coming. I'm, I'm, I'm totally. frustrated that totally, it's taken this long, I guess. And, yeah, and absolutely. So I'm glad to see that you guys are funding these projects because I do think Lightning will be the solution to that. But Absolutely. No, I, so I understand long. you. I, th I think you're 100% right. And I think your frustration is exactly what other... So I, I know other Bitcoiners that went, that went down the... Bitcoin Cash and then the, the Ethereum route because they're just tired of how slow things are because they think Bitcoin is just a sort of dead rock that doesn't move fast enough, right? But we have to recognize that like this is something so precious, so so powerful that it has to move slowly, right? And we like the reason why it took so long is because they said, okay, let's just keep the first layer as sound and, and, and censorship resistant and hard as possible. And then we'll build the secondary layers and these third tertiary layers uh, being a little bit more experimental, right? Just and like so, the internet, man. TCPIP right. was not the best protocol. Right. TCPIP was, was sucked actually, but, but eh, it worked. And then they started building second layers onto it and you had all these, and then right. nobody wanted to use token ring anymore because it was too hard to get on. Mm. So it ended up, why? Because it was the easiest one. It was the path of least resistance. And now we're stuck with it for the rest of our lives, right? But it, it it's um bitcoin's not that bitcoin is the best money ever out there so what all these other things that got created are good experiments and things like that but at the end of the day we might be frustrated with bitcoin but eventually those tools do get yeah there. i Maybe have totally agree first layer like people thought exactly second or third layer right i think yeah. nick, nick well, batia's book uh, hurry up. money I'm, I'm, i am frustrated really honestly. really ex <laughs> really explains what you're talking about here as well let's really recommend that book well, at the end of the day, it does have to settle up. Even even dollars. When I trade you dollars, you could think of that as the Lightning Network because at the end of the day, that goes to the Federal Reserves. They settle it through the central banks, right? That gets that's right. another network that I don't have access to, nor do I care how that works, right? But but people always ask. So I was like, well, it's another layer. Doesn't that make it no? It doesn't make it inefficient at all. As long as it settles up somewhere um, mm -hmm. that you trust. Then, then that's what you're looking that, for. And that, that was kind of also our, our thinking with, with guys. I don't trust or... any part of the process there. <laughs> totally. Like, I, I, I don't think the majority of the population will ever touch Bitcoin on chain. Ever. They'll just like remain at the, at the lightning layer. Right. Right. Uh, uh, and that the, the settlement will be like banks operating at the, at the Not settlement. Not even probably. It'll probably be once removed from that. <laughs> yeah, could be. I mean, yeah. are, are you familiar with Feddy? What's happening with Feddy Mints? That's like a third layer. No. So Fedimans are, are these uh, federated Chaumian yeah. eCash, and it's basically Chaumian eCash technology, which is based on like basically token technology. But they're not like token on their own rights. But there's like for every Satoshi, there is uh, an eCash token, and it's a federated system on top of this 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 uh, this the Chaumian mints. And uh, that's like essentially like a an IOU, but like a secure IOU onto Lightning, which essentially is a third layer. So people have, and, and you can operate like inter interoperably with Lightning incredibly well. So you can send a, you know, if we're in the same application, we're using Chamian eCash token as like Satoshi's, uh, and then you can also send it over to an actual Lightning address. And the cool thing is that the, the custodian, or the federated custodians don't know how many satoshis you have because it's like it's encrypted to the Stramian eCash system, um, and so that would be like a third layer where people don't even have Lightning like satoshis. They have this like wow. third layer. So, but it, but it acts as an interface between. 
Yeah, between the like light, that's interesting. So in other words, it's and other and the, assets on there, and then there's uh -huh. like a, a trust gets created between lightning and exactly. Cool yeah, yeah. So like Fatty Mint is doing amazing um, work on that. That's really cool. So so I I saw Liquid when I was looking at, at Lightning, even uh, right before Lightning really took off. I was looking at Liquid, which is is an implementation and uh, of these federations and trading assets and pegging assets and things like that. And and I thought that was a very interesting way to approach it. And certainly Lightning does that as well. Um, right. And then now you got another layer that can integrate. So that's how you're going to do swaps, right? So so now swaps are going to get these atomic swaps are going to get generated by a trust that gets set up between Lightning channels and these other projects that are third layers like right th that's what I'm that's where I think the the next wave of of, of um, development goes because then people realize they can make money in this third layer mm -hmm. by providing a company with their stocks and things like yeah that's right 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 yeah totally I'm waiting yeah <laughs> yeah so with Geyser going back to that we are we're like we're, we're starting humble like donations and reward crowdfunding like a Kickstarter but uh, we, we definitely see you know the opportunities for going forward in terms of doing like more like sexy things like uh you know equity crowdfunding or or uh uh you know like uh, you know where plebs can fund plebs on on lightning uh using also like connecting to this these security protocols although kind of like what you said it's not so much about the technology there the challenge the challenge is, is regulatory so if you look at all the the shitcoin stuff happening it's it's all like pretty much unregulated securities right um but could could really get in trouble um because they're essentially are issuing securities very liquid securities without a proper like without going through the sec and stuff so that's that's still the the challenging bit so and and i understand that the challenge because the regulations and the the, the law is moving so slow compared to the technology uh, at the same time you do need some system of like protecting people against uh, buying scams and you know like you said all the problem with the ACOs so so I think that that's the main challenge I, I see is just the, still the the technical stuff I think has been figured out and with lightning it's gonna be even better and faster and cheaper and more scalable but you still have the, all the legal challenges uh, with like making it easy and also like safe some somewhat safe uh, protecting from scams and so forth that is important yeah, but, that, but, but where you're, you're, you're yeah. assuming that this happens in the U.S. Right? Yeah, because I know. Yeah, regulatory, exactly. regulatory where in, in in El Salvador because it's going to be a lot different than it is in Mexico. Is totally it, than it is in the United totally, States. Totally, totally. I um, totally you're not I, make everybody happy. No, and, you're yeah. right. Which is why we started thinking like the beautiful I mean, so thing back, of like in the early Bitcoin, days of Bitcoin, people just took off. Totally, and and like the beauty of donation reward crowdfunding is that it's scalable globally from day one. We don't have to like. You know connect to any regulatory framework it's like pretty much everywhere it's 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 legal and everywhere it's like easy to do so that's kind of the beauty of it as that's what we're trying to do with as an application that can connect the world through value so going back to kickstarter kickstarter only operates in 30 countries believe it or not so you can fund from anywhere in the world but if you're in nigeria if you're in argentina if you're in chile if you're in the philippines you cannot create a project on, on, on Kickstarter because they operate on these financial rails that are like these like legacy rails that don't uh, basically work for receiving money in, in Africa, South America, and pretty much all of Asia. So uh, by using Lightning, uh, we are but working that's not the on only borderless reason. The other system. reason is, is the, the regulatory regime that they're in. They're, hold, they're holding customers' money. 
And, and so different countries have different rules on consumer protection as well. So if you're holding a customer's money in the United States, you're going to need a money service license in, in every state that, that you're holding money on behalf of somebody. If you're doing, you know, all of these things that, that happen. So it's not just because it's old legacy payment rails. It's because this old legacy um, legal regulatory system, you know, it doesn't it doesn't fit oh, yeah. what, what you're trying to do. And, and so you're going to run into that. So to be honest about it, you know, and, and I think the approach is just decentralize it and don't put it into a jurisdiction and don't hold people's money in a jurisdiction. Make it, you know, peg it like lightning. Why is lightning? Why is Lightning successful? Because it's decentralized and the, and the Bitcoins are pegged where? Not in any jurisdiction, not in any person. Like if I take my money and I put it into Lightning and I peg it there, where does that exist? Nowhere. That's the kind of systems I like to see built because then you don't have to worry about getting licensing and holding money in Germany and, and you need this license. And oh, then we're going to go to Switzerland. We got to do this. And then we're going to go to the United States. And because we do this in the United States, we can't even operate over here. So now we got to form a new entity just as firewall it because what we do here is illegal over here and, and vice versa. So we can't do that in, in the same entity. Yeah. Wow, man, that's three companies you just spun up right there. That's yeah. That's yeah. Tough. So, so I mean, don't, the don't way that, that Kickstarter way. works basically is that they it, make it, integrated make it, it. <laughs> right, right. So they've integrated with Stripe, right? So Stripe and PayPal, like they, are that's their job is to is to connect like the financial systems, but. But because they're well, they're, they but they only operate again in thirty countries, right? And yeah, you're right. It's, the problem is not technical. The problem is, is political, frankly, right? So I've also worked in banking, and uh, I remember going to meetings with like anti-money laundering uh, types, like you know, experts in anti-money laundering and KYC, and they were like, uh, "Oh, we cannot afford to open our financial rails with Nigeria because you never know; they may be they may be terrorists." And so that's how these these rapture, ruptures in the financial system work. It's not because it's technical. It's because because of these sort of like compliance, uh, these compliance laws. Um, and it's in, I think it's even funny because it's even more funny because a guy from Nigeria can fund a project on Kickstarter that's in Europe, right? So money can flow towards Europe. It cannot flow outwards. So it's it's a it's a crazy like imbalance that I think just helps perpetuate like poverty in these, some of these countries it's like you're literally like substack uh you know uh, i think maybe probably uh well kickstarter all these online economy platforms do not operate in third world countries or continents like it's it's a crazy thing if you think about it like if you think about the growth of the it, of the growth of the economy viewed as a tool for money laundering and then and then they'd be right. shut down Exactly, exactly. And so think about like how, how that has kept us and has kept so many parts of the world away from the online economy and what has actually led them to, to do maybe even push them towards more uh, like weird types of like, you know, uh, terrorist activities or immigration into Europe and the United States. Well, because they don't they cannot even work at the online uh like in this new emerging online economy because they cannot monetize from it so bitcoin really functions as this bridge across yeah, they're the excluded different... from it they're not even given right. the opportunities yeah and i think exactly. i think that's one of the things bitcoin does is it gives everyone in the world the same opportunities in your phone everyone on the planet thankfully can get a phone and and have access to the internet and that's all you need for these systems to work versus this legacy system that's been weaponized and oh no 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 those guys can't participate because we don't like them this week and those guys and you and we're going to take you and you know there's this yeah. whole and you're like ah I don't want to play with that anymore I want to go over here where nobody's there's no person behind the screen exactly. doing anything 
it's I get to participate and everybody else does. And if somebody's doing something wrong, you go figure out what they're doing wrong rather than tracking the money. And that's really where the resistance exactly. comes in with the regulatory side is they've used money and these traditional systems as a surveillance tool, as a as a control mechanism and, as, and weaponizing for so long that mm -hmm. talking about, oh, we don't need that anymore. Like, yes, you do. You have to use this. You have to do this. They're not going to understand that eventually these systems are completely decentralized and they can scream and yell all they want and people are going to use these systems and they're going to and they already are realizing there's nobody to go to to shut them down and and that's how you get that's the only way to get around these crazy jurisdictions and hundreds of years of laws that have just been stacked up and you're just like i'm just gonna ignore the whole thing and you guys go play over here not that you want to do anything nefarious all i want to do is crowdsource my kid going to school and, and i'm not doing anything illegal but I got to go through this whole system because some terrorist over here did. Something. That seems that's, that's crazy. bizarre. Just, that's bizarre. Sorry, money yeah. is money. We, the easier it is to, to flow between people, the better the world is going to be. I'm curious, Mick. Obviously, you guys, you guys are you know more or less competitors with GoFundMe and Kickstarter. But what what really sets you sets you guys aside? Yeah, really good question. So I'll probably say around three or four key things. So well, well for, first of all, we are uh, just like Kickstarter, we're like agnostic to the type of projects that come on Geyser, even though we're Bitcoin focused at the moment, we're really pushing on the Bitcoin community uh, that has Bitcoin and wants to, you know, push the Bitcoin agenda. Um, so that's, uh, but but anyone can, can create a project on Geyser, right? So you could be, you know, doing a project around an Ethereum marketplace on Geyser and people want to fund you with Bitcoin, just just go right ahead, you know, uh, we're as open as possible. Um, uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a funny one. That's, I want to see that happen. That's that's how we know we'll have one, right? By providing a better tool. <laughs> I want to see that happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ethereum project go, well, I funded it with Bitcoin, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I think really like you have to do that just to say you did that now. <laughs> Even the that's yeah. origin story. <laughs> <laughs> come 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 at me if, if Maxis, I'm, I'm ready. So I think the the one of the key things is the as we talked about already before is the global nature of it. So just the fact that anyone around the world can create a project on Geyser, no matter where they are uh, located, is incredibly powerful. And as we said, Kickstarter and GoFundMe are like available in 30 countries. So that's that's really really powerful. Like and really like not to be undermined, right? That's like, I think I've calculated at one point there's something like uh, s almost 6 billion people just cannot use this platform, right? So that's, that's a lot of people. Uh, secondly, wow. we yeah. are probably talking around like the, the, the power of interoperability of Lightning. So uh, the, the power of interoperability of Lightning enables all these new, really interesting, exciting user use cases. Uh, we've mentioned it briefly before around the, the power of, 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 um, of programmability and interoperability. So for example, uh, what can what you can already do now is use your light. So are you guys familiar with lightning addresses? Mm -hmm. yep. Right, right. So lightning addresses are these sort of internet, these like identifier, static identifier, a bit that look exactly like emails, except instead of sending an email, you send Bitcoin, you send Satoshis on lightning, and it's a sort of protocol on top of lightning. Um, and you can essentially take that lightning address with you everywhere you go on the lightning ecosystem. Say you go and you go on a podcast and you bring your lightning address with you and you have your at geyser.fund lightning address. So if people fund you from a lightning podcasting app, all those funding, all that, all those tips that you receive go directly into your geyser crowdfunding campaign. 
So you could be doing the same thing. You could you can now send money satoshis from SS, SMS from this technology called USSD from um, any cell phone. So you don't even need to have a smart smart uh, smartphone. You could be in Africa with a with a shitty old Nokia, and you can essentially send satoshi using <laughs> USSD to a geyser lightning address. So try doing that from Kickstarter. It's like you're sending an SMS and you're sending money to a Kickstarter <laughs> campaign via SMS. You can send money to, to a Kickstarter via Spotify. Good luck trying that on Fiat Rails. Um, you also have this app called Cash uh, right. uh, Satsback that essentially allows you to get Satsback for, for like a cashback for Sats and it auto withdraws to a lightning address. So you could auto withdraw all your money directly to a geyser campaign. Uh, right, there are all these emergent use cases that are appearing using lightning addresses that because we are connected into the lightning address protocol, it we become automatically interoperable with every platform that is building on lightning addresses. So it's like a one-time effort for potentially exponential use cases that might build on top of the lightning address standard that would be automatically interoperable with Geyser. So it's incredibly powerful. It's like, it's honestly this like a, a network compelling effect. argument for businesses to understand the opportunities that, that are going to, that are going to happen on lightning, uh, from payment processors to these token issues to, you know, eventually these third, these, uh, you know, third layer securities issuances, all these things get built into this ecos this other ecosystem. Like we're, we, I keep focusing on, well, there's this old legacy system and then our new Bitcoin ecosystem, but yet there's yet another system being built out here and that's just lightning, right? Just like all these other little, whatever you want to call them, coins, these ecosystems get built out. Now, now people are building on top of lightning, which is then built on top of Bitcoin. And then eventually there'll be another project that people are building on top of that. And nobody cares that even Bitcoin sit underneath all of it. They just know that it's secure yeah. and it works. Um, yeah, and just to finish up the, the, those bit there, we also well like uh, Kickstarter, we have rewards, um, but also we, we we are a lot more I think like social and 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 uh, and kind of fun. If you look at Kickstarter, it looks like this like static page that doesn't really change. Well, on Geyser, uh, as a creator of a project, yeah. you can also write this thing called entries, which are like articles. So you can get your community up to date with uh, what you're building, what you're doing. So in this sense, it's a little bit more like Patreon because you can say write articles and you can actually have paywalls. So you need to be a subscriber to the project to get some of these specific uh, uh, paywalled content. So uh, so that's also a key difference. And then it's also more you have social. That in place now, or that's are you so yeah, we have entries at the moment, but we, we there's no paywalls yet, but we're building that uh, really, really soon. Uh, and also we have plans to integrate with okay. the Noster, which is other protocol like that another project. doesn't have a token uh, that allows you to essentially, allows us to essentially be interoperable with other Noster content. So if you're a guy that, guy that funds a project on Geyser, that piece of information, that funding amount, and that comments that you send with a GIF, you can also send a GIF, as a comment, that would essentially propagate across the Nostra network, which is this content network that would essentially allow you to share further out into the other networks, um, uh, the the activity that is related to your project. Uh, and net, on top of that, also chat. So uh, you can, you, you will be able to chat within a project. So, you know, literally like I think about like a telegram inside your project. So. Uh, a bit like what Jeremy was talking about, Geyser really becomes a bit like a community of communities. 
Like every project is its own community that has its own content, that has its own communications, uh, and, and it's all integrated with Noster as well, so it can propagate outside of, outside of our own platform. So we really are trying to, with guys are really hard to build this new decentralized internet and be a part of it by showing the power of interoperability both at the money layer and at the content layer so that as i said before we're interoperable with with money coming in from other platforms and we're interoperable also with 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 content coming from other platforms and and propagating outward as well so it's trying to really recreate i think i guess you could call it web3 on bitcoin uh, but it's very different. It doesn't require tokens. It doesn't require shit coins. It's just a, <laughs> it's just a sort of like a open internet where we are just an interface. Okay. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because that is one of the things that both GoFundMe and uh, and Kickstarter lack. I personally have have helped crowdfund a couple different companies. Um, one of them actually is behind me, Tidbit. And they do these little digital displays, and it has a ticker, shows you know different cryptocurrency values and things like that. Just prompts things throughout the day. But one of the biggest uh, challenges was them communicating updates and and getting that out to the community of people who were passionate about what they were doing. And that's that's one of the the big deficits. And everyone who uses those has to go outside of that tool, whether they're sending out monthly newsletters about what they've been doing. So. To hear that you guys are taking it to that next step to allow, um, you know, the native building of a community that's actually backing, um, you know, the idea or the project is it's thrilling. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the idea. So I'm curious. I have an idea. I'm John Doe. What walk me through the process? What do I have to do in order to get started with Geyser in order to begin the crowdfunding concept? Right. So your idea, it could be, uh, uh, I don't know, a new creative endeavor a piece of art it could be that you want to go out and and produce content and videos about the state of the world you want to educate people around bitcoin or maybe you even have a little startup idea that you want to just see if there's traction within your community right and so you just have to go on geyser uh, all we require are two things you have to log in with twitter and uh, the twitter is just a way for us to kind of bring social proof and uh you know having some proof that you are who you say you are on twitter and twitter whether we like it or not it's like it is a standard for just like uh identify like this it's not a decentralized identifier it's a centralized identifier but it's a still pretty valuable one we think uh going forward we might also use emails but for now we'll stick to twitter and then secondly is a, a, a node this is the painful part that we're trying to fix but we require you either run a node or you create one on voltage uh, and the reason for that is that we don't want to be custodians. Um, and at the moment, there are no tools for us to allow you to create a project using uh, your custodial wallet, say a wallet or Satoshi wallet. Um, but uh, we're building now something that is going to make it incredibly easy for users to create a project. So I mentioned lightning addresses. So all you'll need is any lightning address that you have, like it could be a wallet of Satoshi Lightning address, it could be uh, a, a, a Bitnob one, it could be Breeze, like whatever Lightning address you, you so choose, we you will be able to use that, plug it into Geyser and use that and you will stream Satoshis that you receive directly, basically. And we're doing that also in a non-custodial way. So we were, it's gonna be trustless, like we don't, you don't have to trust us, we're using this protocol that makes it so that it's, um, it's like transparent, 
that we're not like custodying those funds. We're just using a protocol to enable that to happen, but we're building it because it doesn't exist at the moment. That's that's really cool. Sounds like you guys need to uh, get up with Amboss and their magma environment, their whole community. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I agree. Well, I, I mean, agree. So, so so as you're using your own dog food, you're you're identifying all these problems, like to to just use your own stuff right and they're like okay we got to build this in order to do this and we get and we need this to do this and and that's how that's how ecosystems get built out right so it's it's cool that you're using your own thing and it sounds like you have at least two or three projects you're going to spin up on your own platform so so that's good um but those tools can be used elsewhere i, I assume you're going to mm -hmm. open source those tools as you build them and let other people do them or spin them off into their own projects and, and let people build on them because that's a, that's a really good idea, actually. Yeah, I mean, this could be a a crowdfund a crowdfund on its own self, and we could, yeah, we could open source that eventually for sure. Um, we're just really tight on time, so maybe we'll just start it off by yeah, an open source it. But it's but yeah, but yeah, well, that's even more time. reason to do it. Let other people build it for you, but you know. Yeah, totally, totally, <laughs> totally. Yeah, that's a good so idea. I like yeah. how you guys are. I like how you guys are using the reputation of you know. Of, of how they're they're doing things and then their proof of work in order to build out their community so that's that, that's also really neat and, and unique to what you guys are doing mm -hmm. so uh, that, I, that is another question i had so if somebody wants to join um and, and put their their project up and they, they have a twitter account and so they sign up um do you also track like uh the, the progress of, so what if what's to stop them from saying creating three or four projects and just taking everybody's money and not doing anything and you know you have his twitter account but that doesn't there's is there a reputation based system inside of it as well as, as or, or how do you how do you filter some of that out yeah that's a really or good question maybe, maybe maybe it is just decentralized and you can't um, yeah that's a really good question so uh the question of trust is is really central so how do you ensure that somebody will actually do what they're saying and there are many models out there like there is kickstarter and it's like uh, they kind of go through a uh a filtering uh but actually we've heard that even 30% of projects that get fully funded on Kickstarter don't actually deliver, which is really, really high, really, really high percentage. So uh, our thought, think, our thinking process is, is more, uh, it's not up to us to decide, like it's up to people to be able to, to create trust uh, uh, around the project and their community. Um, it's also up to them to, to kind of create their own community. Uh, and we, what we do is that our thinking is more thinking long-term, right? So you create a project on Geyser and you just keep this project going through time. And, you know, every week or every month you pre produce content to update your community on how it's going. And that's how you develop trust is through time. It's through time and proof of work. Uh, through proof of work, you can create a, a reputation and then that reputation you can use to your advantage. If you choose to burn your reputation, well, well good luck trying that again. Um, but it's something that it's going to be like an emergent property of the community that's being created out there. So, so when I see somebody list up a project, I can see that they've created three other projects and, and here's, I can click yeah. into them and see what the Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see, are. you can, we have profile pages like for every time. user. So yeah, you can see, you can look at the project, the, the, the user and uh, see okay. what they've created, mm -hmm. see, and also go to their Twitter account to see how reputable are they. But uh I think a lot of tools are going to be created in the coming years uh, around just uh, decentralized identifiers and uh, the ability to build up reputation through time. And um, uh, we, we'll be able to like, we'll definitely ensure that we tap into that so that we can leverage and kind of help people build up their reputation through right. time. There might be some uh, another authentication mechanism. That, yeah. 
right now Twitter's fine, right? But there might be something better. I mean, and arguably Microsoft has their own and Google has their own. Everybody has their own authentication mechanism that is trustworthy. Um, but yeah, I'd rather have a decentralized one used. And there, there's a bunch of projects that have been doing it, but nothing, nothing that's hit mainstream or so easy or so compelling. Twitter is compelling because you're using the service. You're already on there. Facebook, you're already on there. Google, you're already on there. To use this other service that all it's going to do is identify you. Yeah, good luck. Nobody wants to do that. We're stuck with them for the time being, I guess. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, we're really bullish, for example, uh, the so ability of seeing a uh, like a, a Twitter on Noster, for example. Like I mentioned Noster before, but imagine if there's a Noster, like uh, a Noster built uh, Twitter. Well, every if every geyser activity is also a Noster, it would be interoperable with that not Twitter Noster, right? And uh, that would be incredibly exciting because then you could fund like a like on a Twitter Noster could go to the crowdfunding campaign, right? Um, it's it's a lot more interoperable even further. Nice. Yeah, so that's a bigger the, problem that you don't have to solve. Somebody else will solve it and then you can just hook into it. Yeah, yeah. and it's <laughs> happening. Like it's it's already it's being, there's, these are these are being built. I know, I've, I've heard of these. Uh, yep, heard of it. Get it done. <laughs> so as the geyser community as a whole, as all of these projects start to start to build into the community, how how are um, the individual project owners able to really, you know, have their projects surface to the top so that way people are able to discover them through geyser? Yeah, look, really, really good question, actually. And that's something that we're looking to improve on uh, at the moment. We are, are like our landing page is a bit of a discovery feature where we mainly feature the most active projects, projects that receive donations or that create entries uh, and that have received most funding. Something that we want to do is make the leaderboard uh, in the landing page to be more like weekly. So we like feature the, the most active projects weekly. Uh, I think that would be like help, you know, even newer projects kind of rise to the top. Um, and uh, like eventually, like our, our idea is to also be like very active on, 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 on Twitter. So uh, every week we will have a Twitter space where we'll be, where we'll be featuring the new projects, kind of talking about them and, um, you know, talking about like events that are like happening, eventful things that are happening and helping promote these new initiatives. Uh, so, yeah, we'll definitely be active on, on Twitter to kind of help them promote it a bit. Uh, but eventually it is, uh, you know, eventually they have to do the work, right? Like they have to get 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 people involved they have to get people to support um uh you know be interested and understand the value of what they're doing um and uh, a third way is actually we have this thing called geyser grants which is essentially a um we managed to partner with some anonymous bitcoiners that are like uh i guess on the wealthy side and they uh have have given us some bitcoin uh to give away to the community so we had one, the first Geyser grant was up uh, on, in August and we gave away one Bitcoin to 45 different creators on, on, uh, in, the, in the space. So uh, it was like filmmakers, artists, people that are doing translation of Bitcoin content from English to like any other language, um, people that are doing translations from podcasts <laughs> to, to articles. Uh, we had again movie makers, like all, people of all sorts and all walks of life. We were giving away Bitcoin um, thanks to this person that has has donated 
three Bitcoin to give away. And this is how I, we think we can like give away, uh, you know, like kind of create a community and uh, get people to, because um, a lot of this, a lot of the Bitcoin stuff is like entirely like willing, voluntary, open source contributions, right? And so this is just a small right. way to recognize them and make them feel like uh, appreciated and maybe even get them to continue doing what they're doing. Um, so we have another grant coming in the round round two, uh, hopefully soon. We'll be, able, we'll be able to give more information on that, and uh, that you know that'll probably be another Bitcoin to give away to Bitcoin creators. That's really awesome. I mean, yeah, getting I a whole idea. Bitcoin is a is a great way to immediately bootstrap up a company. Um, that's that's phenomenal. So how do you guys select who gets the grant? Right. So we have a board. Uh, do we call it the grants board? And um, we have like it includes uh, Brad, uh, Brad Mills, Giacomo Zucco, Desiree Dickinson, um, Connor Ocus, uh, and a few other Bitcoiners, prominent Bitcoiners that go through the applications. Like I, we initially do a first review when we take out all the shit coins, we take out all the spam, and then they go through the the cleaning up of the like and like deciding what what deserves most uh most recognition i mean that's the thing about about like the whole shitcoin space right like if you think about solana there they had an, a hackathon and they have grants and they give away millions of dollars right and where that where, that, where does that money come from right? right it comes from their own spigot from their own cantillion effect right like with bitcoin you don't have that right so you have to like it's not we're not gonna ever probably reach millions of dollars uh, but it's what the little we can do to to, to promote like uh, continuing to build in this space essentially, uh, and yeah, so yeah, the way that we do that, we do that as in but a decentralized you just, way. You just identified exactly what the problem has been in. in yeah. Sorry, you, you just identified exactly what the problem's been in Bitcoin development is that you don't have a spigot that you can turn on because you can't create these money out of nothing just like a a public company can. They can issue new stock, and you know I can create a new token, and I can do all this stuff and create money, and that's how I do my fundraising makes it a lot easier, right? At the end of the day, who wants to spend time on raising money? They don't. I want, to, I want to build the product. So magic money falls out of the sky when I create my product? Well, that seems easy to me. I'll, I'll go for that. I don't want to ask anybody for anything. And, um... <laughs> Did you just but, say magic no, internet money? <laughs> well, that's what it is. I, it all is, right? <laughs> that's what Bitcoin is, magic internet money. We used to, that, that was, um, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, that, that uh, yeah. That, that's that's key. I like it though. Um, I, I think the idea is is really solid. Having no, I love it. I think that's that's how you do it. That's the right way to do it. And and, and yeah. picking uh, people that are worthy of it, and then they'll have an amplifying effect, right? When, yeah. When somebody does a translation or somebody does any kind of effort, and you incentivize that and you recognize that, mm -hmm. well, not only what they did was important, but what they're going to continue to do is important. And the people that he impacts by that. You know, oh, I got to read it in Portuguese because it wasn't mm -hmm. in Portuguese. Now I understand lightning. And, and so you, you spread the propaganda, I guess, is the best way to. And, yeah, and that's, that's OK. That's good. Exactly. Yeah. But having having a whole, you know, board of people who who are Bitcoiners, who actually have a history of, of you know, creating other companies and understanding and, and wanting to also give back to the community and letting them go through and, and make those evaluations of who makes it through in order to receive but it. But do they, do they vote on it transparently and on chain? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> There's another project, right? Voting on chain. We just, yeah. we just did a project. We just did a project in Mexico uh, 
the Senate is going to be voting on block, on Bitcoin uh, in the Senate building with a machine there. And so those things can be done. So, you know, yeah. again, use your, eat your own dog food. Uh, yeah, so definitely that's machine. something we're thinking about. Like, how do we get the community to, like, vote on which projects they want to get see funded, right? So that's something that's definitely down in the down the it's it's going to take a little bit more time uh but uh because the grants is like we don't make any any money from that um it's just like a a, a bit of creating like this sort yeah of, no uh, the, the effort to do that for a couple of bitcoins probably not yeah exactly yeah <laughs> but going forward we definitely want to allow the community but it, to but be, it'd be an interesting way to do it right uh-huh totally totally there you go. So create a project that somebody builds this for you in the system that, that then issues the grants in a, in a more transparent way. Basically, uh, a DAO, right? A DAO of people that are uh, invested in these projects that want to fund these projects mm -hmm. to get them to decide that. But I love, I'm, I'm just giving you ideas, but I, I love the system. I love the idea and, and it's important. Um, because I've been yelling about this for a while. Funding Bitcoin projects and Lightning projects is critical. And, you know, absolutely. 13 yeah. years into this and still. <laughs> my god i think it was like 20 reminding this friend of mine in 2018 uh he was like he was like also like you like in bitcoin from like the early days and i i, I discovered in bitcoin 2016 and we met in 20 like 18 and he was like oh i'm done with bitcoin i can't stand this anymore like he had built an exchange a bitcoin exchange right and uh and he scrapped it he's like i'm just too tired it's moving too slowly like i'm just don't have any patience for it and uh and like, I understand that, like that's everyone's, you know, themselves and, you know, patient is not a trait that everyone has. And uh, it's also hard because Bitcoin has its own timeline. Well, then you got to go build it. Yeah, you got to go build it, but you've got to wait because it's going to take like decades yourself. of you of, for people to get this stuff, you know, like we, I think like us in the, in the, in the space uh, have moved our yeah. thinking so fast that we don't realize how much work we've done. We don't realize how much work people have to do. To catch up to us right and um yeah it's gonna take time guys it's like better sit back and, and have sure. some a whiskey because uh <laughs> it's gonna take time for people to really like understand what we're doing no, we have to uh, we have to make it easy for them so they don't right. understand they're never gonna understand this i they agree, don't understand I agree. How the money works they don't understand how a lot of things work they just work when i turn my switch on the light it just works i don't have to understand how electricity works for it to work and that's how money should work it just 100 percent. I, I don't know how 100%. my credit card number my expiration date or what country you're in so which one i should use because this one doesn't work in that country and i can't send money through the like totally. this whole system who wants to know about that I just it has to, to work okay. and it has Here, to work Jeremy, better than the i'll send it to you done there has to be a compelling reason to to use it yeah yeah or, um and and money and and ease of use and and all of the things and non-censorship are, are all good reasons but uh, totally yeah i like what you guys are doing though um Me too. it's 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 really it's really awesome i've had the opportunity um just as as of last april and just watching people have to get up and pitch their ideas or their projects in front of, you know, sometimes very, very small, uninterested groups of, of people who are in, you know, into Bitcoin or, you know, into altcoins and really try to make their case. But for this to be a community and for people to be able to put out their information, um, grow naturally an organic community of supporters and um, and have the funding this is this is this is awesome i appreciate it man yeah I mean, it means a lot um and yeah we're excited to be building this and excited to 
yeah to be able to spread spread what we're doing uh and um and hopefully kind of grow our community so yeah if, if, if anyone's interested in starting their own idea or or contributing and becoming part of uh, uh different projects you know guys could definitely be a place for that and um, yeah, we have a lot of ideas. We are, uh, you know, very excited of, of what we can build and really think that with Lightning, we can build like a 10x or a 100x better product than what, what's out there at the moment. So um, yeah, really, really excited. Um, just like, yeah, like you said, like the ease of use of creating a project on Geyser is just like exponential compared to Kickstarter. Um, and uh, by just like tapping into this open... Well, not everybody <laughs> wants to get up in front of an audience and have right. to pitch their idea. Not everybody wants to wants to be out there, you know, beating the bushes. There, there are different paths that uniquely everybody can take in order to present their idea. And yeah. I think that you guys are giving a very easy way for people to get mm -hmm. their, their information out there. So mm -hmm. folks who would traditionally not have shared their idea and the community is not you know, benefiting from, from this idea that they won't talk to anybody about, you're giving them that opportunity. Totally. Just to provide an example of it, that. It would be fun to watch some of these projects that are... Yeah, as quickly. Uh, 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 yeah, exactly. Some of these projects that you've uh, incubated in two years, what becomes yeah. of them and, and, and sort of, you know, does it become a company? Does it become this social change? Does it become uh -huh. you know, these things that are like, we created that, we started that. That's how, you know, they got started. And that and the social part of it, I think, carries over, right? People mm -hmm. try to create these Discord groups. They try to create these these micro communities around everything. Exactly. Um, and so when you're putting money into things, you're already exactly. invested. So you should have the feeling that you belong to something, and I think that solves that. And I love I love that idea. So I. Hundred percent. I think you'll be successful at it. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I really appreciate it. And yeah, to your point, we do have a lot of people that are like. We have this idea. What do you guys think, right? And we're like, this is crazy. But yeah, you should totally do it. And you know, like I think I mentioned it earlier today. Like somebody who wanted to do a um, a comedy around Bitcoin called uh, instead of between two Asics, sorry, between two ferns, it's between two Asics, right? So it's it's really like satire around Bitcoin. So and he did incredibly well. He already did one show with with pomp, with pomp. He invited pomp on the show, and it was like hysterical. And he got like, I don't know, like not that much money, like $800, but like enough to get him to Miami, do the interview and like get him started. It's, uh, it's super cool. And, um, yeah, again, it's just like, it like you said. Yeah. That's great. Oh, I love that. That's, <laughs> I like letting other people see the, see the, uh, the value in what others have to bring and, and will allow them to do this. So that's, that's one of the things that moves me enough in order to go through and, and donate towards, you know, specifically like Kickstarter, you know, ideas and things. Mm -hmm. Some of the best stuff I've, I've got, it came mm -hmm. from those. So, wow. Some of the, some people have some brilliant ideas. They just don't have the funds to, to do anything or execute on them or even creating a team and an interest, right? If somebody posted up a, like this guy with a between two ferns or between two ASICs, right? Um, hey, I'm a videographer. I'll help you with that. Like, the, I know you're going to need help with this, and I and so you create that community of not only people donating money, but making sure the project's successful. And and, yeah. and I love it. Yeah. Exactly. That's a great point, Eric. So there's there's a whole nother a whole nother way that you can also allow people to donate. They don't have to donate monetarily. They could be mm -hmm. donating services. Well, right. there's people that need, I need a developer, right? If somebody needs a developer, they can't do it themselves. They got a great idea.
they need the money, but they also need a developer. I need this. And so when we need the money to go hire a developer, well, that's going to turn out bad because you don't have a project manager, you don't have QA, you don't have any of those other things in place. So somebody else, yeah, anyway. But those yeah, are the well, kinds of what things. other way that you can Marrying contribute some guys or... That idea to people that can execute on it. Uh, at some point is going to be you can essentially write an article or this thing that we call an entry and you can forward all the satoshis that you receive automatically to a geyser project so that could be a way of contributing content well instead of donating money it's like the, the satoshis are like automatically streaming to the project that you're interested in it's like you know like i love this project so check this out guys you read about the project and the money Exactly. Well, it sounds like you guys have a lot of a lot of next steps. So I'm not going to ask you where are you guys going next. Uh, it sounds like <laughs> you guys are still early, still still building out the community, still building out you know functionality in order to help benefit people. Um, but but definitely definitely exciting stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, okay. Yeah, it's been fun. Well, hey, I had a couple questions for you. Um, just just a few rapid fire things. Have you mm -hmm. ever used a Bitcoin ATM? You know, I actually and, and I have. How was yes. your experience? It was really early days, actually. It was like 2018, 2017. And I used it in London to buy, I think, $10 in Bitcoin. And uh, I, the only thing I remembered was the fact that I had to pay 10% in fees. I was like, okay, I'm not doing this again. Um, it was really high fees. <laughs> so I didn't end up using that again. Um, but yeah. Um, what what is an item or that that you've ever purchased with cryptocurrency or have? Um, yeah, I've bought I think four pairs of Bitcoin socks in 2017, probably worth a few hundred dollars now, um, maybe thousands. And yeah, give it away as presents uh, to my to my family members. Um, I think that and uh, yeah, donated to a lot of projects on Geyser. I bought. I think I was at the Bitcoin Amsterdam conference and bought some food um, with uh, with Satoshi's using the bolt card. Where did you Where did you go to school, and are you using that in in what you do today? That's a great question. So yeah, I studied anthropology and economics. I did my university in Canada and a masters in London, UK. And uh, do I use it? Uh, I think very little. I think like yeah, I, I'm very bearish on the university diploma kind of journey i think um i'm not sure i mean it was it, it was fun and you learn a lot um you definitely don't learn as as much as you would learn just by living in the world i think um and a lot of things that you would learn i probably would have studied and and, and taught myself anyway um so yeah I'll, I'll say i'll stick it to that so yeah i think not much and uh, not much taken away from it at the end life teaches you more uh, go out and build the world, guys. Don't don't go to school. <laughs> awesome, absolutely awesome. Uh, I wouldn't say it quite that way, but I agree. Let's just go do something, and and, and you're yeah. gonna learn way more about mm. everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, Meta Mick. So, why don't you tell our listeners where can they find you? Where can they contact you? How how can they get started in, in order to, to continue on with some of their ideas? Yeah, uh, so you can find me on metamic 14 on Twitter, uh, Geyser Fund as well on Twitter. 
and uh, yeah from there you can kind of find our, our site you can join our telegram and um, you know start your own project on geyser.fund and yeah check out projects that you may be interested in and contribute to and yeah kind of really the, the, the idea here guys is to you know the recognition that bitcoin is really what matters there's yeah a lot of interesting things out there lots of cool jpegs you can buy and stuff like that but really bitcoin we think is really the, the revolution here is what's going to last in the future uh it's gonna be what things are built on top of in the future it's like this really like honestly this is kind of this truth machine this uh this trust machine that uh is incorruptible that we want to see the world to build the world on top of so you know come join us come join us uh, and uh help us build a future and uh you know we can do that by supporting uh, educators creative people uh and um and builders so hopefully guys we can be you know a small part of that awesome fantastic well metamic you are a pioneer um you're also helping pave the way beating down some paths for other people uh, so they can pioneer their way also uh, we're going to be watching you thanks for joining us we really appreciate your time today uh, it's, it's been an honor thank you so much guys it's been a pleasure absolute pleasure